0: Welcome back, everybody.
1: Thanks. Everybody want to sing happy birthday to DM?
2: Depends with the mortality rate.
0: <laughs> yeah, you guys don't want to send happy birthday before we're done.
1: Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Now you've lived another year.
2: So your wish didn't come true, I see. Yeah, not last year.
1: What was last year's wish?
2: Not to make it another year. Sad, sad. I am the saddest of boys. All right. Jimmy, would you like to go ahead
0: and recap last session?
1: Alrighty. Well, we had been charged by Lord Stormforge, right? With... Uh, redeeming ourselves for having insulted Captain Deepmantle by rescuing him. I didn't really quite understand how that worked, but that was apparently what we had to do. Uh, So we went back out into the, into the caves out beyond the um, frontier rubble of uh the city under the mountain and uh, ran into a couple of patrols learned some things we le- learned what we need to report back to uh, the uh guard of, of toravir deep that uh, a legion is coming and they have giants and dragons uh, We also learned that they were looking for whatever reason for a kobold. It was apparently lost down there. And after we defeated the, the, um, second patrol, um, up pops a kobold. Would you think of that? And, um, so we found out that, uh, this, uh, kobold is, Mr. Prince, which I thought was NCE, but it's not. It's NTS. And while he seems to be a bit of a fop, seems like a nice guy. So then he said he needed to report back to his boss, dove into his satchel, and was gone. So I think we've got an empty satchel and no kobold.
3: We also have a hostage from the patrol.
1: Was that the, um,
3: the, the fire
1: genasi? I, I Yeah, I the fire does, I've been had... trying to
3: find his name. I don't know. I thought I wrote it down. Bonfire. Now, but
1: can...
3: Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, here we go. Here it is. Yeah. Bonfire. So yeah, the genasi, he basically said, whatever we do, please make sure he ends up in the Dorvan prison.
1: So we'll be happy to drag his ass back to Toravir Deep, and turn him over to the dwarves, who can do with him what they want. And uh, I really thought Anox was going to uh, to do him, but I, I guess mean, that he's
3: uh, still useful. He, you know, we can make sure he is willing and able to give all kinds of information to the dwarves. No, well, he
1: was quite quite forthcoming. Yes. So I'm I'm fully in favor of of uh, taking this hostage back and uh, treating him as a, a prisoner of war. I don't think they've got Geneva Conventions here, but um,
3: the dwarves treat their prisoners fair, at least from what we've seen. I would think. Yeah. They're lawful. C- certainly more good. so
1: than than, um, uh, Soul Springer, whatever his name is, Soul. The Leonin. Yeah, the Leonin. Yeah, the
0: Leonin. Mm Soul Forger. Soul Forger. Forger. Pretty cool name if I say so myself.
1: You do, don't you?
0: Kinda fucking sick, actually.
3: So we're just waiting for Mr. Prince to come back at this point?
1: I think let's not wait. Let's grab the satchel and and, uh, head back. I assume that he can pop in and out of the satchel. Have we looked in the satchel? You know, like stick a head in and say, hello?
3: I mean, we poked it and it fell over.
0: Would you like to look in the satchel?
3: (laughs)
4: Hell yeah,
0: I do. Alright, lo- so whoever, the one player who's looking at the satchel, can go ahead and give me a reception
4: check. I'll put my head in there, I don't care.
1: Right, but if you pull back and your head stays in there, we're, we're not going in after you.
4: Oh, damn it, I didn't launch the shit.
3: I saw the 22 yeah. in D&D Beyond.
4: Um, it popped up weird in D&D Beyond and that reminded me I needed to open Forge
0: um, those of you I only see Onox in Forge so the rest of you probably need to refresh your game hmm alright you got a 22
4: yeah does it slurp me in there and
0: all my hit points. Does, it does not slurp you in there. Um, so... Uh, you kind of, you know, pull it open. It's, it's dark. You can stick your head inside. It takes a second to adjust. Um, but looking around, what you can make out is that you appear to be... Um, A few feet off the ground in the midst of a number of aisles of bookshelves. It goes on further than you can see and each bookshelf is probably 20-30 feet high. There are these little like kind of floating purple orbs of light illuminating each little like section of it and it's this huge variety of multicolored tones, chains hanging from some of them across this library there does not appear to be any other features the exception of just these long halls of bookshelves and darkness beyond that which you can see
4: is it big enough for me to get in there
0: uh yeah it's like a little stature right if you pull it it kind of starts to like open up wide enough for you to step
4: inside.
3: Wait, 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 wait! Before he goes, I want to, I want to quickly tie a rope around him, just so that way I can pull him back uh, out. Nope,
4: not enough time for that. I'm, oh, I'm, like I, I, I'm really, I'm point. very, very quick. I, <laughs> I'm
3: very reflect, like I have reflexes well, like a cat. Sure, I understand, but
4: all you, literally, you literally see me go
3: up. Oh, well, yep, when I, see you, I, you he is, he when I see you
2: put your, he is physically a her. cat.
5: Yeah. Well. <laughs> Going in. when uh, I see you start
3: to which, put your head in I'll the, the actual cat
2: cat-like yeah. reflexes.
0: every reflex he has is a cat like because he is a cat
3: <laughs> well you know I'm I'm big, big kitty I'm going in alright well can I try to tie the rope around him before he like does something stupid um sure you can try <laughs> okay what is that
0: uh try to give me a s- just an
3: would it be sleight of hand or dexterity just I'll just say
0: slide of hand, uh, and I don't think that he's actively contesting it.
3: So would it be like his um, what is it, passive acrobatics or something? I
0: I would I would say that you probably were quick enough to just like slip something really quick. Like there's like a there's like a a knot around maybe his pack or something.
3: Okay. Yeah, like, not around him, but, like, his pack or something that can just, like, try to get something to be, like, Yeah. no! Ooh, ooh.
4: I don't have a pack anymore. I have a fanny pack.
3: Okay, so then it's around your fanny pack.
4: I got the bag of fanny pack.
3: Okay, sure. It, it It's kind of, like, looped around in there because I was, like, trying to get around your leg, but you were moving too fast.
5: Right. right, I'm in here. I'm in here.
0: You are standing within the library shelves. Um, there... It's it's kind of like... Uh, it's very quiet. It is kind of this cool, dry air within there. There's no breeze of any sort. It's just exceptionally quiet. When you turn and look back towards where you had entered, um, you can kind of see the rope coming off the back of you, and then it just, like, boop, disappears into nothing.
4: Huh, interesting. It's just,
0: like, kind of, like, hanging strangely in the air to you. The rest of you can see the rope going through the, like, sack pole and then tying off to him. Um, but, Onyx, you cannot see back out.
4: Okay, um, is it dark in here?
0: Um, there is, there are a number of those little purple lights on either side of you down the aisle of this, um, this, this aisle. Uh, so you can see about 30 feet, and then the lights stop.
4: Okay. Can I I just, like, pull a book off a shelf and just look at it?
0: Sure. Go ahead and give me, uh intelligence check
4: hell yeah roll low give me a picture book
0: <laughs> uh... it is it is not a picture book it appears to be written in let me just make I got sure
4: primordial giant linen
0: okay it is it is not in a language you understand it is um, Quite a bit of, of script within the book, you know. Probably a couple hundred pages of it. It looks to be in very good condition. Uh... I'm
4: gonna I'm gonna choke down the baby barf, just like, huh? and then just like put it back on the shelf.
5: All
4: right. Just think to myself, be like, this might be Demetari's place or Asriel's. Um, I'm gonna clear my throat. Just <clears> throat> I'm gonna give a daunting roar.
0: Okay. Okay. It echoes through the passageways. There is no response.
4: Am I am I super pleased with the echo?
0: It's a pretty solid echo.
4: Hell. I'm gonna wait for like two or three minutes, and then I'm gonna climb back up the rope. If no one answers or comes or anything within a couple of minutes, I'm just gonna go back up the rope.
0: You feel for the exit, you are not able to climb back out.
4: Hell yeah.
1: So with, with him uh, pulling, trying to put his weight on the rope, do we feel that?
0: The rest of you kind of watch, and it's like he knows where the exit is because the rope goes back through it. But you're just kind of like, the rest of you see Onyx just kind of like pawing at the air on either side of the opening. And like, there's nothing there, essentially. And
2: I grab him. So,
1: the, uh, the rope's still tied to him. Uh, can we try pulling him back out? Sure. what the rope was for. I think
3: Briar should do that. Briar's real strong. Be like, Briar!
1: <laughs> well, I, I think we'd all haul on, on it. Fall in an airlift. All right. Can I, get,
0: can I get an athletics check from someone? And then if you guys are helping, you can do it with advantage.
3: Per character sheet, twenty.
0: All right. She pulls as hard as she can. Onyx, you kind of feel yourself yanked towards this spot in the air. And then you just kind of like lift it off the ground towards it, like where it's tied off. And you kind of dangle there for a second and she just pulls as hard as she can. And then she just lets go and you just onto the stone floor.
4: I'm just going to look down and say, well, and just cut the rope. Untie it, cut it, get it off me. You could probably untie. it.
3: Yeah, please don't cut my rope. Yeah, it's like expensive rope. It's nice and silky. <sighs>
4: I'm just gonna take a deep breath. And is this like north, south, east, or west? Or is it like or am I to like a four-way? What's it looking like?
0: Um, a few yards away, you can kind of tell that there is probably an intersection.
4: Sweet. Um. All right. So, I'm going to uncork the eyes of my pauldron. That way, the orange light glows. That way, it's very different from the normal lights. I'm going to make sure that my sword is put away, but I'm going to pull out my drum, because I have one of those. And I'm just kind of going to lightly tap on it and hum to myself and start walking.
5: All right, you start walking.
4: trying to make it to where it's like I'm I'm heard and seen differently but very not threatening
0: okay what are the rest of you guys
1: I think we're hanging out uh, no I think we-, we need to take this
3: pack back to uh, somebody who knows more about magic
2: I'm wondering and- why uh, Onyx doesn't see himself as a valued member of this team and can't act like himself
1: What? And we're reasonably certain that the uh, the satchel is a portal to this other place, the other side, and that if we take the satchel, the portal goes with it. And so we would be able to, at some point, perhaps get Onyx out and not just leave him in this alternate dimension.
3: Well, I mean, if we move the pack, right, I can see Onyx or where Onyx was, right, and it's moving with the pack.
1: Is it? I mean, what? We, we, we pick the, the pack up and like move it three feet to the side and pay, take a peek through. Is it at the same place or is it three feet down the stacks?
0: It's in the same place. <laughs> um, Onox, as you travel through uh, the shelves, you get to a T. The lights are kind of like flaring up as you travel, and then diminishing behind you, creating this kind of little bubble of illumination around you.
4: Can I, like, use control flames to try to make them do weird stuff?
0: Uh, they're not actually flame.
4: Oh, cool. So I reach out with control flames and don't don't feel the, the, the tether like I normally do?
0: Uh, yeah, I think you'd be able to figure out pretty quickly they're not... Uh... Ooh, I don't know about that.
4: <clears throat> Got a solid 8 intelligence, my guy.
5: <laughs> uh.
1: Yeah, maybe uh onyx wasn't the, the best one to ha to go explore a library you know oh called? well
4: Curiosity kills the cat oh, my. <laughs> Help
1: myself. uh we we can't hear you through. Your uh, your mic, Demetari.
3: Well, I can hear it, so it's just really really quiet.
1: Right, it sounds like it's coming I through. Com- yeah, through trays. trays. I make sure I'm not muted then. Oh no, it is coming through yours, but it's really really quiet. Huh. okay, hold on. Got
6: to mess
2: up some settings. Are you using your laptop, mm-hmm. and is it sitting on a blanket or something?
1: it, it just sounds like. During, in coming from the other room.
6: Okay. I have it right next to me, but I'm not able to put in headphones right
4: now. Um, I do kind of want to keep an eye out to see if I see any titles or anything that look interesting to me. Sure. Anything that I can actually read? I'm kind of just being nosy. I'm not looking to like steal anything or anything like that. I'm just kind of looking at the bindings and walking.
1: And yeah, for the rest of us, I would say let's get out of here so we don't run across any more austrian patrols and possibly giants since our big guy has gone off on his own little thing
4: there is one specific thing I am looking for actually there is a very specific thing that I'm looking for
5: Okay.
4: I'm looking for a book on trees a book on what?
0: Trees. Trees. Okay. Sure. Uh, Go ahead and give me an intelligence. Yes.
4: Yes. Well, that's not terrible.
0: You would spot a title written in, um, that you are able to read and would kind of stand out to you. Um, it is titled Wish? question mark And if pulling it off the shelf and flipping it open, it appears to detail a number of times someone cast the Wish spell and how it went wrong every time.
4: Ooh, that's, that's pretty solid. I'm gonna look for the funniest one and then just kind of put that in the main memory bank.
0: uh you would find one called flumps the pleasant surprises of the underdark it is a uh, cookbook on how to cook up flumps oh that's
4: pretty Make good. that book and then i shut it and put it back on the shelf
0: um, as you place it back on the shelf You suddenly hear a creaking and a groaning noise in one of the aisles next to you. The orbs of light around you flicker and turn red.
4: Oh, that's awkward. Hello? (laughs) Hello, I tripped in here. How do I get out? Please help me.
5: (laughs)
0: A small, strange-looking bird flutters down onto one of the shells next to you. You see, it appears to have, like, this almost shiny metal feathers across the face of it, and a blue glow coming out of the center of it. The bird kind of flicks its head at you, lets out a little trill, And then this, like, gas starts to flutter out of the bird. And I need you to make a charisma saving throw.
4: Ooh, trash. All right.
0: You kind of like hold your breath and step back, the bird lets out an excited trill, and begins to fly away, into the darkness.
4: Well that's weird. Are the lights still red? Yes.
0: Are the rest of you guys still like, watching in there?
3: Well, now I figure at this point mm-hmm. we've picked up the pack and started walking.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're we're headed back out. We'll uh, we'll catch up
2: with him it, later. Should he be in there on his own?
3: <laughs> I mean, can we see what? him? Like, if we look in the pack, can we see what he's doing?
2: Um, I'm gonna look in the pack again. I'm moving.
1: Now he's have moved away from where the pack was, right? Because we we established that we moved the the satchel and and it doesn't track inside that space.
0: You would be able to see that uh, the lights within the pack are no longer purple; they are now red. Okay. Right, I'm
2: going.
3: In. I'm going
2: to go. I'm going to go keep him company. <laughs> Do you do you think he's okay in there on his own? I don't.
1: It's a library. Okay. What could happen? Probably fine.
3: <laughs> um, no, I'm actually for you getting in there. Just you know, don't die yourself. Because like we've already lost one party member, I would not want to lose two.
2: I like my fur color, and I'm gonna flip into the bag. Oh, superhero landing. But you yeah.
4: it because the, the angles are wrong, and then you land on the bag. <laughs> like the the bag was. Give me give me down. an acrobatics check. We'll do a see oh, if you please. do a superhero landing.
0: It's a superhero landing, just like Hell, three yeah. points.
4: Three knuckles in the ground, stone cracks a little bit.
2: Bookshelves in all directions go flying. <laughs>
4: book falls off, hits you in the head.
2: You look badass, you can tell cuz the the
0: floor is like this sh- shined almost to a mirror so you can, you know, see yourself in
2: it. Uh All right. And all right. I'm going to listen for him. Okay.
0: Cuz uh, he's not a quiet individual. And he's very specifically not being quiet right now.
4: Very specifically not being quiet.
2: Uh oh, perfect. Uh job to catch up to him. All right. And I'm going to have my bow ready because, uh, you know, red, red lights are never usually friendly.
0: All right. You you would probably be able to catch up to Onox pretty quickly. He hasn't gone super far.
4: I'm not, like, sprinting. I'm just kind of, like, bebopping, thumb-tapping on a drum. Hmm. Do I feel weird?
0: No. You know, you feel normal.
4: Sweet. Uh, Can I use control flame to change the color of the eyes in my pauldron to purple?
0: Sure. That'd be, that'd be, that sounds cool. I'd allow that. Snow, you catch up to Onox. You can see his purple minotaur skull illuminating the shelves next to them around you guys. Um, you would have seen each other g- coming because as you move through it, each one of you kind of sets your has your own little aura of light from the little magical
2: orbs. As I'm going to jog up, I'm like, dude, you should have seen my landing. It was fucking badass. What's going on here? Insight check. Sure.
4: <laughs> I don't believe it.
2: Do I have to roll deception even though because it's honest? You don't have to roll perception.
0: It would be maybe persuasion.
4: I don't believe you. You biffed it, didn't you?
2: I did not. What are Um, you doing
4: in here? Did you try to get back out? Could you get back out? Was I just messing up the whole, like, whole thing?
2: Oh, yeah. I can get in like, and out.
4: They just kind of, like, yanked me up, and I was just kind of like, ah, and then someone dropped me on my face.
2: Oh, that was Asriel. Oh, uh, checks.
4: I think she kind of hates me.
2: Yeah. I get that impression, too.
4: I don't know why. I didn't do nothing to her.
2: Yeah, I don't know either. So was well, this just been- one big library, or... I don't know. Why do you have your bow out? Always prepared.
4: Yeah, yeah, but we don't... I don't know. Might as well just let them know
2: we're here and just kind of like... Have you seen anything since you've been in here? Nope. It's been quiet. Insight check.
0: (laughs) Make a deception check.
4: Uh... Convincingly high. Oh, yeah, I have advantage on those.
0: On deception check?
4: Yep, I still lose. At...
2: Did you roll two d20s together?
4: Yeah, I don't know. I clicked the button for.
2: Keep highest one.
4: I don't know. DM, you roll. Which one do I take? What? Oh yeah, that was two together. That doesn't make.
3: Well, the twenty-three beats, well. but why do you have advantage?
4: Uh, because of my rune, because of my rune knight stuff. Did you activate your room, or do you just always have advantage on deception? While wearing or carrying an object inscribed this room, you have an advantage on sleight of hand and deception check. Nice.
3: All right.
2: Well, even if you haven't seen anything yet, this is where Mr. Prince went, and he's not here. So, God only knows where he's gonna be.
4: Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm just kind of looking for anybody here. Kind of like Trip fell came in here, and now I got to figure out what's going on.
5: Word. How do I how do I share stuff to? Not like letting me send it to be on.
4: Whatever. All right. I don't know. Everything turned red a second ago. Don't really know why. So I turned my eyes over here purple just to let them know I'm friendly because that was the original color.
2: Let them know?
4: Whoever them. He said he had to go talk to someone and then hopped in the bag. Obviously, more than him in here.
0: As the two of you are walking on top, suddenly, stepping out in front of you is a bipedal creature made of stone. Set in its face, it seems to have these, like, kind of like floating limbs made of this, like, black obsidian. Inside of it, there are, like, orbs of gems emanating a purple. The two creatures look very similar to the small bird that you had seen previously. Uh, there's two of them, yes. They are just hold my hand. they are normal, um, sized humanoid creatures.
4: I just raised my hand. Hey, can you help us get out of here?
5: Uh, let me check. All right.
0: Onyx, you hear suddenly inside of your head a voice speaking this guttural, harsh language. Um, You don't speak it. Um, I don't know if you've heard it before. However, Snow, in your head, in Draconic, you hear a voice saying, You have trespassed upon the library.
2: Surrender now or be destroyed. But, hold on one second. Hey, yeah, yeah, he says that we're trespassing and we should surrender or we're going to be destroyed.
4: Uh, Ask him if he can just kind of like lead us out of here. I didn't know I was trespassing. I We accidentally fell in.
2: I'm going to respond in draconic of. You know, we did not mean to end up here. We fell through a bag and we were just trying to get out of here. We tried getting out and it would not let us leave. Can you show us the way out? You
0: are not permitted to see the library. The respond creature... respond with, we weren't trying to see the library. The creature holds up a hand and with the other extends
2: what appears to be a blindfold towards I think he just doesn't want us to see it. We can wear a blindfold. That I'm going to stay in, in, in Draconic of, like, if we put on these blindfolds, will you show us the way out? We will lead you to the exit. I'm going to turn back to Onyx. If we put on the blindfolds, they will lead us to the exit.
4: I put my drum in the fanny pack and take the blindfold.
2: I'm gonna do the same. (laughs) Alright.
0: You guys put the put the blindfolds on.
4: I wanna I wanna put the blindfold on like kinda crooked though, to where like I get like a corner a corner space in my eyeball.
0: Um, Where I can like kinda
4: peep out a little bit.
0: Should make a make it like I don't know, a performance check. See if they don't know. Performance? Yeah. Make a show enough.
2: about making it crooked.
0: <laughs> you know, being clever about it. I guess you could use dexterity for it.
4: I mean, it's about the same. Not slight okay, Advantage
2: hand. on slide of hands.
4: I do have advantage on slide of hand. That's why I was pushing for you.
2: It is a dex save. Oof, tough.
0: Luckily for you, they did not roll very well on the perception. Alright. You you both, Onox, watching the two creatures kind of stand behind you, then you feel this like cold strong grip on your shoulder, and it kind of starts to gently guide you forward. Um the rest of you uh can I get a survival slash perception check from you guys who are going through the um caves
5: oh rough on that
0: percep- or survival check you begin to travel back the way you had come through the caves back through the previous tunnels away from where you had encountered uh the scouts and the other folks who are trying to capture Mr. Prince. Javid, you round a corner in the pitch blackness, and maybe 50 or so yards away in the darkness, you can see this, like, bright orange glow of about 30 or 40 torches. Standing amongst them are dwarves a huge throng of them wearing the familiar dwarven armor of Torvir Deep. They seem to be kind of uh, in somewhat of a formation. They've, you can tell that they have a few guys on kind of each of their um, flanks, kind of keeping an eye out. They absolutely have not seen you yet. Um, your dark vision is just too good.
1: Uh, can I tell if they are Really the, the, uh, the Dwarves of Toravir Deep or may, maybe somebody in, um, in disguise?
0: Uh, make an inside check. Yes, they are. You can tell that pretty well they're um, the Dwarves of Toravir Deep. Um, they they're kind of at a spot where it's like where you are is a tunnel kind of like sloping upward and you're at like a corner almost where the tunnel kind of twists down and then they are in a lower parallel tunnel about i don't know 20 feet below you um so they're they've kind of uh sitting at this t junction that that connects two parallel tunnels. Um, they don't look to be in kind of a permanent position. Like they're just most of them are information with a few guys keeping an eye out.
1: And um, do we see anybody that, uh, that I, I recognize like from having gone into the uh, uh, out, outpost with uh Lord uh, Stormforge, see uh see any uh, any leadership, any recognizable faces?
0: Um no, you wouldn't and you didn't. you wouldn't see anyone that you recognize.
1: Okay. Um Alright. I'm I'm gonna scooch back um quietly and report what I've spotted to uh to the rest. And um let's see, we've we've got um bonfire uh, arms bound, hobbled, um gagged, presumably. Gagged, yes. Mm-hmm all right, um so I think these are um the uh the dwarves I did not expect them to be coming out, but uh it sounds like they they may be pressing the um uh, out toward the enemy, so um I say we go up and and uh, and report Does that sound like a plan
3: yep. We have the right. the code word "rock and stone" to That's show that we we're do. with us. Yes.
1: All right. Uh, so I'll head back and, um, you know, very.
3: Oh, well, shouldn't we all go together?
1: Like oh everyone? yes, yes, yeah, yes. Okay. Oh, definitely, definitely. Don't we don't want to be sneaky about this? We're, um.
3: Can we have Briar turn our light on so it's nice and bright so they can see us? Sure.
5: All right.
0: So, yeah, you guys, you know, flare up pretty brightly, illuminating the air around you. Uh, You guys are going to go back down to the dwarves? Yes. All right. Um, as you guys kind of round the corner and, and down this, like, um, small hill towards the dwarves, you can suddenly hear a Dwarvish, one of them, HALT! WHERE'S HOME?
3: Rock and stone in Dwarvish.
0: All right. Um, you kind of watches the couple of the dwarves who were staring towards you seem to, to loosen up, and you guys are allowed to continue down towards them. one of the leaders kind of steps out of the group towards. Uh, what's going on over here? Who are you folks?
3: Uh, so we, uh, well, we, have, we are working with, uh, uh, well, we were sent by Lord Vicerite, um, who is gave us a message on behalf of Lord Stormforge, Um, to basically go and find some of the patrols. We happened to find some of the enemy down here. Uh, While doing so, we uh, found a hostage who is um, more than happy to give information uh, as long as he ends up in a prison, your prison. Um, And also, uh, if we could have some help, some of our friends fell in this bag and it's like a portal and they can't get back out. Uh,
0: The dwarf kind of like listening to us last he's like, I am absolutely not going to help you with that. Good luck. Um, <laughs> but that first bit about, um, uh, you said you had a prisoner. We're not really yeah. in a position to hold on to prisoners right now. We're um, taking care of some other stuff. Um, oh. And as you guys kind of look around the group of dwarves, um, towards the back of the group, they seem to have been carrying large containers. Um, And amongst them, there are are what appear to be dwarven engineers who are, like, pulling stuff out of these containers and, like, drilling holes into the side of the passage. Not really...
5: uh...
1: No, right, you guys... uh, You guys have got your... uh, Your mission, I understand. I thought maybe there was enough of you to... But, uh, no, it seems like you... You've got your hands full, so um, uh, we'll leave you be and, uh, you know, yeah, for uh, operational security, won't uh, inquire further. We'll just um, head back and we'll turn in the the, uh, prisoner of war.
3: Well, he might have information that'd be helpful. And I kind of like, I take the gag out of Bonfire and I'm like, you know, he's very forthcoming if you want to ask him anything. Uh...
0: Sure, I suppose we could do some quick interrogating. Do you care if he comes back with you?
3: I mean, we did promise him he, he'd be alive and in a dwarven prison, and, you
0: know. Oh, uh, such an annoying promise. Why'd you make that? All right, fine, whatever. <laughs> and the couple of the dwarves, like, grab him by his scruff and kind of, like, drag him across the ground. Like, they're holding him up, but he's taller than them, so he's still just, like, his feet are dragging along the stone.
1: Yeah, really, I think we ought to stick with our our prisoner make sure that uh, he's treated okay and that we don't lose track of him. You know, at, at least get a receipt for him if uh, if they're going to hang on to him.
3: All right, we, we, we can follow.
0: All right. They, they kind of drag him into a corner and they start asking him, you know, how many people he came with, who's in charge of his force. Uh, very similar questions to what you guys had asked. Uh, what kind of logistics they're running what kind of siege weapons they have um, how long they've been down here any ideas on how they plan to get through all kinds of stuff and he knows a little bit but um you definitely get the impression that they're they get kind of frustrated with him because he doesn't know anything that's like actionable he, he kind of gives them uh, the same stuff that like is useful but it wouldn't necessarily help pretty much
3: can I do an insight check? Is he holding anything back?
0: Sure, make an insight check. You'd be able to tell that it, he just really doesn't know. You know, he just wasn't... Yeah, you know, he's pretty low-ranking. You, you can tell that by his uniform. The rest of you, as you're kind of watching this, you can see the rest of the, the dwarven group kind of um, doing something with the walls here, drilling into it and stuffing stuff inside. Um, after a, just a few minutes, uh, one of the uh, dwarven engineers kind of comes over to the officer who's talking to you guys. and, All right, we're done down here. Ready to move on to the next location. On the... Officer kind of gives a shout. He's like, all right, everyone, pick up your stuff. We're moving on to the next one. And they just kind of like, the dwarves kind of start getting ready and start beginning to to kind of shuffle off down deeper into the tunnel. The officer kind of turns over to you guys. You're um, welcome to stick with us, I suppose, if you'd like. Uh We won't be terribly long. I've only got two more sites to put this off, and it doesn't take us too long if you want to stick with the... uh Safety numbers and all that—it's uh, getting quite hairy down here, from what I've heard.
3: I think that's a good idea. It's—it's it's not safe. There's a there's a thing that uh, we were told about that's eating soldiers, so we should probably avoid that too. But yeah, I, I don't want to be here by myself.
0: I'm sorry. There's a thing eating soldiers. Who told you
5: that?
3: Bonfire over there. He said that there's a thing eating their men. It's like a gluttonous cube or something. I've never actually saw it, but uh, apparently it just ate soldiers. It was, yeah. Oh. All
0: right, we'll keep an and eye. And also
3: out. portals that you can just fall into, you know.
0: Okay, you know, I'm not a delver, so I've never heard of such things. But uh, take take your word for it.
1: <laughs> yeah, can i have definitely got I... a, a couple more things, it's probably a good idea. We we um, stick with them since we are down a couple on our uh, party. Uh All right.
3: Can I mess with the bag again? Can I like try to? Just see if I can like figure out. Like, I don't want to put my hand in it or anything, but I'm just like inspecting it, trying to get it. Like, how does it work? That
0: you make an Arcana check.
1: You know, we've we've uh, not poked this uh, bag to see if it's got like uh, a sheet of instructions or, uh, you know, a little um, button you rub to turn it off and on, that sort of thing.
0: Uh, you can make an investigation check. All right, so, um, Asriel, what you can tell is that it the the pack, it really doesn't have anything in it, with the exception of this, like, opening at the top that you can expand to climb into. Uh, you can as well tell that it, it seems like going. You can kind of like put your hand or your arm or something into it, um, but and you can take it back out just fine. But it's going all the way in, precludes you from exiting the satchel.
1: And uh, poking your head in and taking a peek, it's the same spot as as before.
0: It does but... appear to be so. Yes.
1: mm Hmm and the um the lights red or purple
0: uh the lights would now be purple you guys are kind of shuffling along behind the dwarven party the engineers in the back are kind of fiddling with the stuff they have in their um crates that are being carried by the other dwarven soldiers Takes a few minutes, but they get to another junction. And the dwarves kind of set to work again, drilling holes, placing things in the walls. Uh, You can see a couple of the engineers are, they got out like those little um, tiny little hammer things and they're inspecting the rocks and like the status of things here and there. You can see one of them like takes a sample and stuffs it in. As well, there appears to be a cartographer who's kind of sketching their way down there and uh, making sure they're on the right spot. Verifying that.
3: Atari, he has maps.
4: Muted. No, she's having a lot of computer. Just use your phone. Hey, did they they didn't like manacle us or anything as we're walking through. Right? The dwarves? No, as we're walking. No, the rock. Down. Oh down.
0: no, the sorry. Yes, you and and snow. No, they did not.
4: Okay. Um, so I don't know if they're like sentient or just constructs. Uh, but Could be both. it's it's bad enough, snow. You can see that I'm visibly trembling.
2: I feel him trembling next to me. What's going on? What are you freaking out about? Yeah. Nothing.
4: No, it's not important. And then I'm going to, like, fish around in my bag, and then I've got, like, a handkerchief that I just wipe my face with. Even though you can't see, you can just, like, feel it because we're blindfolded. I just remembered.
2: What? What? What is wrong with you? Nothing.
4: Just
1: keep moving. All
6: right, to answer your question, Azriel, um, they probably have something to learn from me, so you think I should show them my maps? I you would like that. Cool. Um, I'm going to go over to the cartographers and introduce myself and say, I'm also um, a map maker. Check out these cool inks.
0: The dwarf kind of looks up at you, and he's got these huge, like, zoomed in spectacles and he's like uh all right looks great good ink
4: i, I just <laughs> imagine she's wearing like an like an overcoat like a trench coat and she just like whips it open like hey kids wanna
5: see my ink <laughs> <laughs> doors are gonna, just...
6: um i mean like i you got to you, you got to do um you got to work with what you got um i mean has there have been a situation that you guys have run into and you're like, oh, crap, I don't have ink. What do you use?
0: Uh, no, we don't, we, you know, don't typically stray too far from the city, so we always have a fresh supply of ink. Plus, the cartography teams are very well stocked.
6: Wow, good for you. You sound, um, you know, really forward in your map-making skills. I'm, like, just, like, looking disappointed, um, thinking that I... Uh, I was a lot better than I actually am.
0: I we're a very professional bunch. We make lots of maps.
6: Well, any tips?
0: Uh, no, those are proprietary. Good luck.
6: <laughs> How kind. And I'm just gonna like walk away, looking hmm. rather upset. That's real. That was not a good idea.
3: Wait. Hey. They take a while to warm up to, but that—that's the first step. Right? And next time you talk to them, it would be more friendly. Not hmm. so as nice as the one as the people at the morgue. All right,
0: it takes about half an hour or so, but the dwarves finish uh, kind of dealing with this spot of the cave, and they, you know, pack it up again, and they lift all their stuff up and again, shuffling even deeper.
1: And didn't they say they just had a couple of stops and then they were headed back? Yeah, they said two. Oh, so they they finished one. Okay. They finished one stop out of two. Okay. Got it.
0: They spend probably about 30 more minutes deeper and deeper getting to another junction spot. This one's a little bit kind of twisted. There's about five or six large tunnels that tee into this one. Uh, and they start just like spreading out across the little cavernous space, drilling into the side and stuffing things in.
3: Can I figure out kind of what they're doing based off of, because I'm just kind of watching them, like, you know, with the drills and the rocks and all that, like, can I deduce what they're doing?
0: Um. You could make a Some kind of intelligence, um, maybe investigation. All right. Um, you're not exactly sure what they're doing, but they drill a hole. They kind of pull something out of the crates that they have with them. They very gingerly insert it into the hole that they have drilled, um, as far as exactly what they're doing. It's kinda of anybody's guess really.
3: Is that it safe? Like,
1: like I think the intent is for it not to be safe. Like they're they're making things dangerous, not safe.
3: Well, for us to be near it.
1: Oh. Yeah, do we do we see any uh, does this look like um uh mining where they're they're drilling blasting holes and putting in blasting caps and...
0: Oh yeah, they're uh, definitely putting in explosives.
1: Uh-huh. And the, um, the, I assume not not running uh, wire to these. Does it look like maybe some kind of a arcane signaling triggering?
0: Uh, not that you would have seen with an 11 or a 12. Um,
1: yeah, so. I'm not a miner. I don't know this shit.
5: <laughs> yeah,
0: you you typically go deeper than these guys in your expand, exploration of the underdark and and those regions. So like being in caves with you know humanoid friendly creatures is pretty unusual for you, I would
1: say. Yeah, you usually just use natural or existing rather than trying to make my own way. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's probably okay. Uh, You know, I I don't want to be around when they trigger it, whatever way that is, but uh, we'll we'll assume that they seem okay with what they're doing, that we will be okay with it for the time being and just not stick around to see what happens when it goes off.
6: Well, we know when they move, we move.
1: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We're going to stick with them pretty close not go lagging very far behind.
0: All right, Onyx and Snow, as you are being led kind of through these twisting halls of the library, you finally round a corner. In front of you, there is much more illumination uh, that you can see, Onyx. The librarians have led you to what appears to be a bridge. As you kind of step out onto it, looking down, you can see that there are dozens of similar levels below you of these library halls. It extends quite far in either direction. It's, and this like kind of open chasm seems to kind of curve around on either side of the, uh It is illuminated by thousands of little purple orbs kind of strung across it just floating gingerly in the chasm, Um, but it extends further than you can see. The the librarians kind of leading you across the bridge to the other side. Um, You note a distinct change in these halls. Um, They're a little bit more constrained on this side. The ceiling's a little lower. The passageway is a little narrower. Um, The book's a little older and larger. As they kind of move you through it, they eventually arrive at what appears to be a great entryway. Huge pillars holding aloft the ceiling as it kind of opens up around you. And at the bottom of about 20 or 30 stone steps is a great black
4: door. I I would like to point out that this whole time I've been, like, I had this hanky that I pulled out of my fanny pack, and I've been, like, wiping my nose and my face and stuff.
5: Okay.
0: The two librarians kind of Approach the door, letting you guys, kind of setting you to stop about ten or so feet in front of it. And they, letting go, step to either side. Uh, Snow, in in your head, you hear one of them say, You may remove your blindfolds.
2: I take off my blindfold and hand it back to the librarian.
0: They're not right next to you guys. They've gone to kind of flank the door on either side.
2: Uh, I'm going to walk over and hand it to one of them
0: he just kind of holds it and then with the other arm he kind of twists this large stone dial on the wall and there's this very silent like kind of deep rumble in it the door starts to open and this like bright orange light kind of like almost a beam appears across the floor and like sweeps across it as it starts to open your eyes kind of have to adjust to it and both of you can see in front of you this huge red desert, this like brilliant yellow sun in the distance illuminating it and the librarians say, you may exit look look a, like, This is
2: not where we came in Is there any way to get back to where we fell in here? Nay Librarian just kind of looks at you, pointing towards the exit.
0: Uh, oh, uh, sorry. No, not at all. It might look familiar, but just like something about it is off. It doesn't look like anywhere you've you've ever seen before. Um.
4: I'm going to look at him.
5: Mr.
4: Prince is is who we were looking for. He said he needed to talk to us. What the hell is
2: wrong with you?
4: Um, As you look at my face, across my muzzle, the top of bridge of my nose and everything is pure white.
2: Well, that's new.
4: My face is normally black.
0: The, uh, the librarians kind of look at you for a second and then at each other. And then you hear a voice from behind you at the top of the stairs. Um, hello, excuse me, what's going on down there? And it is Mr. Prince standing at the top of the stairs. You, Hi. may I, may I help you? You, uh, you came in after me. Probably should have warned I, you not to
4: do that, but that's all right. I, I kind of tripped and fell in here and now my friend and
2: me can't get back. He fell into the bag and, you know, couldn't get out, and I wasn't about to let my friend go into an alternate dimension without some backup. Understandable. Um, might
0: I inter- uh, take these two off your hands? And Mr. Princekin looks at the two librarians, and they kind of twist the dial again, and the door begins to slide shut. The room is dark again, illuminated only by the orb. Mr. Prince. And my my eyeballs. And your eyeballs. Mr. Prince kind of, "Um, follow me. Uh, You have uh, been approved for an audience with uh, the
4: Grand Librarian. Contrary to most almost every other time, Onox lets you lead, Snow.
2: (laughs) I'm gonna like, pat him on the shoulder and be like, it'll be okay, buddy. He flinches when you pat him. And I'm going to walk up the stairs. All right. Quick aside, though, real quick. Is this, like, dial thing, was it something similar to, like, Doctor Strange where they could, like, put different locations in? Uh, no. It just seemed to be the operating mechanism for the door.
0: Got it. Mr. Prince starts leading you through the uh, passageways. Um, Good thing I found you when I did. Uh, you would not wish to spend very much time in the... the... Red Desert. It is. Uh, it goes on for quite some time. How much water did you bring with you? Enough for a uh, hundred days? Because that's not enough.
2: <laughs> I, I don't believe uh, water would have been the only issue, and I gestured to my thick fur. Uh,
0: yes, that would also not have done you any favors. But, got to you in time. And all is well. Um the rest of you didn't happen to come in did you? I hope they didn't fall off the uh into the
2: chasm. That would be bad as well. No, they were they were not with us. And I would like to apologize again. We did not mean to intrude upon the library. That's all right. The library
0: is a little bit more um, defensive than I would appreciate for it to be. You know, we hoard all this knowledge and no one really reads it. It's uh, somewhat of a shame, I think.
2: Have to agree. Those who do not study history are doomed to repeat it.
0: Quite right. Uh anyway, here we are. He's been kind of leading you guys through uh very, you know, these kind of short little like twisty, kind of almost maze like passageways. Uh he's he seems to know the way quite well. Um but uh you're not quite sure what Kind of signs or clues he's using to know exactly where he is eventually he arrives at another uh, similar door this one's slightly smaller uh, he kind of steps up to it and uh begins kind of fiddling with a, a dial on the side uh, just a moment we will see the grand librarian
2: of course i'm gonna turn back to onyx like man you good you need some water
4: Fun,
0: are you I'm still
2: trembling? Is, is are you still trembling?
4: Oh yeah. Aggressively.
2: You need like, something? Like shoulders
4: like shoulders bowed in a little bit, like fiddling with his hands nervously.
2: Alright, well, you know, after this maybe let me do the talking and after this we're gonna have to have a conversation.
4: That is- yeah, you go. You go ahead.
2: You. you.
5: Uh, The rest of you,
0: outside of the bag, in the stone tunnels with the Um. dwarves. Let me just check. Asriel. Uh, You kind of keeping an eye out along the passageways here or there. Um, you suddenly note something moving along the ceiling of one of the tunnels, something very large, sliding slowly towards your party.
3: I, I, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk gotta, to the captain, the whoever is leading it, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point to it and I'll be like, uh, I don't... That's not friendly.
0: Uh, I'm sorry, what is it? And the dwarf kind of looks up. Uh, uh, hold on a second. I can't quite make it up. Can we get some more light over there? And you see one of the dwarves kind of shuffles up and he's got this big, like, lantern on and he kind of fiddles with it for a second. You see, like, some orange glow flare up in it. And then he, like kind of uncaps it opening up the front and this is like big yellow spotlight kind of flies out and he points it up at the ceiling kind of moving it along towards the spot where you had pointed Just kind of slowly scanning it uh, can I get a perception check for you
2: Hey, quick question. Uh, did he call it the Red Desert? Yes. Is that another name for the Torrid Wastes? No.
4: That's why I asked if it looked familiar. So from Do we Waste. know of
2: any Red Desert? No.
3: Probably on a different plane. Uh,
0: 20... As the Dwarven spotlight is kind of like sweeping across the ceiling of the tunnel, like the rest of you guys, um, you note that the the rest of the dwarves are kind of not super paying attention to whatever it is you guys have got going on there. Um, just a couple of them are looking up, trying to figure out what it was you're trying to show them. Um, as, real, as the light kind of sweeps across the ceiling... You suddenly note, kind of amongst the rocks, almost blending in with it, there's this huge shape, scales running across its back. kind of shifts for a second, and then it just unfurls its wings and drops to the ground. And you can see this gargantuan black dragon. And uh, I need you guys to roll for...
2: Initiative. Hold on a second. Let me put you guys on the right map. Sounds like, uh, you know, our field trip to the library might have been better for our health.
3: Is this a full-grown black dragon? Like an adult?
0: It is an adult black dragon.
4: Fucking yeehaw!
3: (laughs) I'm sorry. Asriel was just so in shock, because, you know, she's like a legit br- br- dragon, probably first time she's seen it.
4: <laughs> My first action is to poop myself.
3: <laughs> well, we saw we saw a white dragon right on the road.
4: No, uh, me, Javid, and Snow did.
0: Yep. Yeah. You guys have seen dragons from a distance. Uh, I think this is your first time seeing a dragon. Not you, Snow. You can't roll for an issue.
2: In- Didn't roll yeah, for an issue. In- yeah. I saw you on there. I have not touched my d d Beyond in a while. I've been posting memes.
3: Yeah, I don't... I don't see...
2: I see Javid and Dimitari. Ah, uh, likely story.
3: Do you want is Briar? Did Briar just like pass out at some point, or she takes taking a nap, or is she involved in this?
0: Let's uh, oh, just paying attention. She's probably away. Hold on, I gotta down an adult black.
1: Fuck oh, that shit. whoops
3: yeah i can go
4: Oh, no.
0: All right. It is like its wings are hovering it just a few feet off the... And... Javid, it is your turn.
1: All right. Well, I... I think we need to... um,
3: Run. We need to run. I will be running. um, Running very far. I think what? us and all the dwarves need to leave immediately. Because it can kill everything. Just with its breath weapon kill all like 40 of us.
6: Yeah, I have one um point of life. So, yeah, I'm I'm ducking covering and I'm huh? choosing to maybe save it.
1: Uh Why would you not say something before now? We, we have ways of fixing that if you've just got, if you're on the edge of
3: Well, I mean, of death. I have short-rested that time we were waiting for Anox? I thought we took a short rest yeah. um, when we were waiting for Mr. Prince. Okay. At the end of last session.
0: Yeah, I think so. We definitely did. <laughs> What,
1: do you mean? what are you doing? Um. Well, that's a good question. I wasn't really thinking I would need to do anything about a an adult black dragon uh but he probably needs to be told that uh in no uncertain terms that uh he needs to back away and not follow us so uh, uh, what's the the uh, the lighting in here um like uh can
0: you're sitting in bright light. Like, there are a bunch of torches being held by the
1: dwarves. And the um, oh, the the, uh, the dragon is being illuminated. I'm just yes. thinking if I were to run like 50 feet the opposite direction, I'd still be able to see the, the dragon?
0: Yeah.
1: All right. Well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go... 50 feet in the opposite direction, Uh, which, if I had any movement, I would definitely do. Um, And. Can't seem to do that. Um, There we go. That's 20, 30. Let's go offline so I'm not um, in line with everybody. And then this guy seems like somebody I need to pull all my resources on so i'm going to cast uh hunter's mark and then i'm going to shoot at him
3: uh you want to engage
1: the black dragon Yeah, just let him know that that uh you know we're we're moving away but it, if he wants to uh, mess with us we we, we bite back.
3: Do you speak draconic? Can you just say that in draconic? Because I'm pretty sure he can crush you.
1: Well, yes, but all all, uh, 45 of us?
3: Yes, yes. I think he can breathe on us and kill every single one of us in one breath.
2: That's why I'm moving out of the way. Don't want to be a dragon slayer?
3: I'm just saying Eh, it's an adult. Just let him
4: play his character. Let him play it.
3: Like if it was a young dragon, sure. A full grown adult dragon, that thing can kill. Like I'm pretty sure it hits more than my total hit points. Like I would just be dead.
1: I feel like uh, Javid would have uh, run across dragons before and have a sense for uh, what what they're capable of, how they would respond. Uh, but I don't know that.
0: Uh, you can make a nature check if you to see what you might know about black dragon
1: yeah all right um uh, what do i remember about black dragons and how prickly they are and likely to respond to uh threats and so forth
0: uh you would know they do not respond well to threats they are probably the most um evil and vindictive of all uh of the chromatic dragons.
1: All right. So in that case, yes, I I, uh, retract my action and uh, uh, I'll
0: He so did not want to shoot him with a seventeen.
1: Did did not want to uh, shoot him with a seventeen, and uh, so I'm going to look for a, a um, someplace out of uh, out of the light, and where I can make myself unseen to uh the things with who are relying on dark vision to see in the dark
0: right. okay. so you're just like running off into the, the darkness yes all right everyone you just Javi just <laughs> huss it through the the dwarves off into the dark
1: and uh you know what my uh my action is going to be to hide
0: smart all right good action make a stealth check
2: have you ever watched One Piece? Uh no. Yeah, uh, <laughs> There's a pirate in there that basically just like talks mad shit and then runs away. Yeah, Javid stood there for a second and was like, I can kill this
0: guy. <laughs> just <laughs> runs he off really into the darkness.
3: Had his bow out, was about to like shoot it, then like remembered, oh crap, that's not a good idea. ran <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: there's it,
1: it What about Vindictive it suddenly ran through my mind and oh Okay, let's not piss off the dragon.
0: It happens so fast, too, that probably half the dwarves don't even know that there's a dragon there. They just saw the dude just go into the dark, and they're like, what the fuck? Uh. Well, anyway, somebody's turn. (sighs) The dragon beats its wings flying forward, landing, uh, maybe not that close. He'd probably be about there. Kind of on the other side of, like, the wall of the dwarves. And he just, like, sets down and... Uh, in uh, in Draconic, he's you just hear him shout, Delicious morsels to feed on. An excellent way to slake my thirst. This has been something I have been waiting for. And then he just, like, draws up and, like, lets out this rule. Um, I need all of you to give me a uh, wisdom saving throw.
3: This is it. We all die. Oh, I'll do it
4: for Briar. I don't know what you mean by all. I'm hiding in a bag.
2: We're at the library.
3: You'll come out to a bunch of us, like, just dead.
0: Ah. Ah. Alright. Asriel Javid Briar. This is the most terrifying thing you've ever seen in your life. You know, this is a 30-foot-tall dragon just covered in these scales. You can see, like... This horrible acid-burned horns and, like, flesh around his face. Uh, Pockmarked wings. Like, teeth longer than swords. This is absolutely the most terrifying thing you've ever seen in your life. So you are all... uh, Frightened. Uh, So, you have... Disadvantage on all ability checks and attack rolls while the source of your fears is in line of sight and you cannot willingly move closer to it. With that, the dragon just like... Sets down its feet and just like stomps one of the dwarves, like grabs another one in it and just like... Pops it in his mouth and then his tail sweeps across and just sends like four of the dwarves flying.
3: Dwarves are in initiative, right? They're going to get a chance to run away?
0: Uh, yes, they come right after Dimitari. Uh, that is his turn. Dimitari, it's your turn.
6: Um, running in terror? Gamby flying right beside me? Like, we're out of here. Um, I'll look back to make sure everybody's following me, like... I'm not the only one being smart about this, am I? But I'm going. I'm out.
2: What is that? Jesus.
6: I don't know!
2: The Gatling (laughs) roll.
6: Oh, I think that was my heal dice catching up or something.
1: You all forty at once?
6: Well, I mean, I did use quite a few of them. That's for sure.
1: Good. We're gonna need them.
6: not really built right. for running.
1: Is that the
0: end of your turn? Yeah. Yeah. So you you only ran thirty feet. You could have run further.
6: Oh 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 yeah yeah.
2: You could have dashed.
6: Dashing
2: through the snow.
6: I don't know exactly which direction I'm supposed to be headed, so I'm just kind of running. Fine. Back.
0: That's fine. Just passing Javed. We can we can track once you guys get to the edge, and we'll just like add. most us remember. All right. Um, the dragon is going to go ahead and use a legendary. Uh, all right. None of you are probably within ten. So. The dragon just its wings up, and then it slams him into the ground, sending this great wall of wind forward.
4: Mm-hmm. Yo, you'll be fine. You don't need us.
3: How many dwarves died to that?
5: Hold on.
0: A lot of them not one on their roll. so um, using the the group rules that's probably a fair few uh there's just this like great wall of wind and those of you can standing in the, the center of the pack of the dwarves and these are like soldiers they're wearing like full armor just get launched you see probably like seven, eight of them just sail over your heads, just like crashing off the rocks behind you. The dwarves are starting to like scream and shout. Uh, The leader, the lieutenant who you had been talking to previously, just Oh my great Moradin! Get out of here everyone! Run! It's a dragon! And he just like starts screeching and like shoving dudes past him. The dwarves are just starting to like run back up the passageway. You see, like, one of the engineers is, like, fumbling with his little, like, pack, and you see he pulls out a device, and he starts, like, trying to scurry up the stone towards the rest of you. Um, As he kind of, and the dwarves are pretty much, like, dashing away, I'll say. Uh, All of them. There's not a single dwarf who is remaining in a fight. But you can see probably half a, you know, probably two dozen, maybe three, that are lying dead already on the ground. Um, There's probably about maybe 30 more that are still trying to get away. Um, The lead engineer, the one holding the pack and the strange device, uh, you guys can see him, like, fiddling with it. He's trying to do something with it, but it's not working. All right. It would be Briar's turn.
3: So Briar's going to pick a bonfire, because, you know, he was keeping an eye on him anyways, and then he's just going to fly 80 feet, because that's her full movement, dash move, or dash right. movement, yeah.
0: So she wouldn't be able to get the full 80 feet, because she's carrying someone, but she could dash 40, because she's holding someone.
3: Yeah, because, you know, she probably is the type of person who wouldn't leave bonfire to die. Okay.
5: Alright,
0: yeah, she just, like, scoops him up under his arms, and you can see Bonfire's just, like, looking at this dragon. You know, he's got the I got the gag back on, and just, like, flying over the heads of all these dwarves that are just, like, hurrying to scurry up the, the stone passageway.
4: Alright, um...
0: He's gonna make a perception. He, like, stares down the dwarf engineer that is fiddling with the device. You can see the dragon notices that he's trying to do something. Azrael, it's your turn.
3: So I'm going to um, bonus action step of the wind, but can I run towards the engineer? I have a pretty high passive perception. Can I run towards the engineer and, like, grab the device and run? Because my full movement's 135 feet if I step of the wind. So can I, like run by, grab the device, and then, like, run.
2: Sure.
0: Um, I would need you to do an acrobatics check. You do have disadvantage because you're within sight of the dragon. However, the dwarf also has disadvantage because he's terrified. Nat one. Double nat ones from the dwarf. He is just freaking out. Uh, so you can just I like
3: grab it from him? Yeah, you
0: like run past and just like snatch it out of his hands. And the dwarf is like, uh, uh, and he just starts like running.
3: Yeah, i be mean, like, run, just run. And then I'll run my full 30, 135 feet. Am I out of the side of the dragon? I mean, I'm like way ahead of everyone at that point.
0: Um,. sorry i did forget so um go ahead and make a saving throw for briar another one of the wisdom saving throws and that's at
3: disadvantage because she's frightened
0: yeah so she stays frightened can i get it would be the end of your turn so can i get another saving throw from you Still terrified. And you can still see the dragon still kind of eliminated within the passageway. Uh,
3: I'd be off the map at this point.
0: Yeah, you're, you know, you're over there. It's okay, I don't... The dragon's probably not going to go that way. Uh, Javid, it is your turn. You're hidden and frightened.
1: All right, well, seeing the um, response and and, uh, I think I would have noticed... uh, in particular, Azrael's action. So I'm going to run and dash for 80 feet to try and catch up with her. All right. And the the passageway that, that we're headed toward uh, is that one that would be enough for a, a huge creature like that um absolutely
0: it... yeah oh yeah you're in some big
1: so uh. yeah it would not be impeded in any way by narrow
0: he's would be able to follow you guys pretty far for all sure. right Uh, is it the end of your turn? Yep. Can I get a wisdom saving throw from you? Oh, yeah. Still frightened. The dragon, can, like, stomps towards the dwarves and, like is just like grabbing them off the ground. Uh, He would basically almost like stomp over the rest of them towards the engineer and then just like slam him into the ground. Just like just straight disappears underneath his feet. And then he kind of turns and like a number of the dwarves have ended up behind him and his tail just like sweeps them back into the tunnel where they had come from.
3: Are any alive at this point?
0: Yeah, there's a few. Um, Maybe 18, 20. Uh,
6: I have questions. Sure. What if I try to... okay. Behind the dragon, there's no one, right? It's just like empty, dark tunnel.
0: Uh, what do you mean there's nothing behind you? Empty dark tunnel. Like,
6: there- Drag, we're, are we in, like, a huge... We're in a huge cavern, right? It's not pretty like... Pretty much. Okay. Um, roof. All right, well, there goes my plan. Um, does it look like any of my party members are struggling to run away?
0: Uh, not really. Your party's doing, um, you know, pretty good job.
6: Okay. Um... I'm going to shout something motivational, like, you guys, you're, you're doing great, just run away, and, um, you know, run away to live another day, and then I'm done, um, and I'll hide behind a rock. All
0: right, go ahead and give me a stealth check.
6: Sorry, if that was really loud. I'm not used to the phone. Okay.
0: All huh. right. Just kind of, like, tuck yourself behind one of the stones that litters the landscape here. Uh. Dwarves are going to continue running. Um, A few of them turn around and just, like, launch this, like, hail of crossbow bolts towards the dragon. And they just, like, explode off of his scales. And he just kind of sweeps them away, doing seemingly no damage to it. Um, you watch as the dragon kind of sets back down. He starts <gasps> drawing in like air. Uh, pfft, Jesus, these rocks cannot pass a saving throw to save their lives.
3: You know, they
1: just
3: they're they're soldiers, but they're not like soldiers you've actually ever seen battle. They're like the soldiers that just kind of like you know, sit at home and wear armor? Um,
0: I would say that Javid probably could, as, you know, ex-military man, could probably tell that these guys have seen combat before, um, but you would be hard-pressed to find someone who has fought an adult dragon and lived. So this is absolutely new for them.
3: I mean, there's probably that one guy in the mm. Fortune Hunters who's like 100 years old who's like, I fought a black dragon.
0: Yeah. There's, you know, there's some random really, really grizzled veteran who's fought one and lived. Um, this is not, this is not that. Uh, uh, Briar's turn. He's
3: just going to keep flying with okay. them, although she might try to fly out of the direction of the breath weapon. You know, not be immediately in front of the dragon's mouth. All
0: right. Uh... Can I get another whiz save from her? I just still frightened. He is terrifying.
3: Black dragons are especially gruesome looking, aren't they?
0: Yeah, he looks... His, like, face, his, like, visage almost looks like a skull where, like, everything's kind of sunken in. He looks half-dead, essentially, just naturally. It's probably the reason dimitari's not afraid of him and everyone else is.
3: Yeah, she's like, what?
6: I see this every Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, he's cool looking, but, uh... I'm,
3: I'm small.
0: Asriel, it is your turn.
3: I'm going to turn invisible because so I am now invisible. Oh. Um then I'm going that's an action in and of itself. Uh then so to mess with the device is that an action? You could
0: probably just say it's a free action.
3: Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to explode the device. Okay.
0: Alright um, can I get Can I get an Arcana check from you? I'll give you advantage because the dwarf did some stuff.
3: So is that just a straight roll because I'm still at disadvantage?
2: Sure. All right.
0: You kind of like fiddle with it. And it seems like the dwarf has kind of toggled some stuff on it in a very specific way. It was just taking him a minute to, to rig it. And there is a very obvious button on it. And you just kind of like click it. And all of you hear this like of electricity, and around the dragon in this like open chasm, there's just suddenly huge explosions of like flame and stone shooting out. This like deep rumble, cracks running up the wall, and then huge stones breaking off and just slamming around the dragon. He just kind of looks up in total surprise and fear and the ceiling just slams down on him. Is he dead? It the whole place came down on top of him.
3: Right, I'm still going to move uh and step of the wind to get the hell away from that. Right.
0: He's not going to be able to get out. So... There's this like huge wall of smoke and like dust and particles of stone that kind of like billows across each of you. Uh, You can't see for a second. There's very faint light coming from the orb on um, Briar's backpack kind of illuminating the space around you guys. Uh, As you kind of pick your way through it, the dust begins to settle. It's now quiet again in the tunnel. Um, You see about Kind of clamoring their way out of the dust, about six or seven dwarves, kind of moving their way out of the stone.
3: Is the captain? The uh, yes,
0: the leader is still alive. He's just gonna <coughs> kind of like come stumbling forward out of the dust and towards your party. Ah, uh, uh, we survived. Was that you? Did you set off the device?
3: invisible so I'll like okay. hand him it's like this like thing that comes out of nothing and it's like here you go
0: he just like takes it and he's like uh, uh thank you we should uh, probably get
1: out of here
3: I'm gonna we remain can... invisible for a while well, I can sorry go ahead Jim
1: we we can no longer see the the dragon is that right correct
0: it it would appear that he was buried by the...
4: Uh, Alright. It would appear...
6: Does it seem like everything's pretty stable now? Like, there's not gonna be any residual rocks? Like, they all are taken care of? Uh...
0: Make a nature check with Savannah.
6: <laughs> oh, gosh.
0: All right, well there you go. Um it does seem like from what you guys can tell based on like the way the stones fell, the dwarves were very precise in their placement of the demolition charges. They collapsed that junction and that was it.
6: Okay. Um I'm going to run up to the big pile of rubble and I'm basically listening to hear see if I can hear like movement, breathing, any signs of life.
0: Uh, give me a perception check. Yep,
6: he's
0: dead. You do not hear anything. No breathing, no signs of life. There's kind of like a shifting of the stone underneath it, but it's hard to tell if that's just the stone settling.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, if uh, if you finished your work here, I mean, uh, I I assume there there are no more charges to be laid, and your lead engineer is probably in the middle of that pile. Uh, I say we, uh, you know, with respect, Lieutenant, um, head back. You know, that is assuming you have no further. Assignments.
0: That was the last thing we had to do. I agree. We should get out of here. And he kind of gestures towards the rest of the dwarves. You know, one of them's like clutching his side. You can see he's got like blood running down his face. A rock hit him. We need to get out of here. The last of our charges are under there, anyway. The dwarves had just totally dropped the crates as soon as they had to run from the dragon. So the rest of whatever remained of the explosives was covered by the stone.
1: And the the um, the chamber. That that uh, junction is is uh, is sealed off, right? I like should it
0: should be. It would take a great uh, great bit of effort to get through.
1: All right. Well, it sounds like you uh, you fellows knew what you were about, and and uh, it looks like we've accomplished what we need to. At, at uh, you know, great, uh, great loss, but that's that's war, isn't
0: it? I don't uh, don't typically do dim- Demolition these uh, tunnels for obvious reasons, but uh, it's you know ne- necessary now.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, um so the uh, the juncture that we passed, the first one we saw you uh, mining uh, that that one didn't go off at the same time, did it? There was a separate trigger for that.
0: I uh, each one should be set independently.
1: And. Um, you you still have the uh the trigger for that and uh, I should be and this so one right here. Someone does someone need to uh, stay and, and watch to determine when to set it off or how, what's your plan for that?
0: Uh, no, we can demolition them from a fair distance away. Uh we shouldn't need to stay nearby.
1: But I mean, uh how 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 will you know when to
0: there's um there's a specific plan. All right, we should run back.
1: Yes, Everyone yes, quite is, agree.
0: Uh, let's get out of here. We won't survive another fight like that.
1: No, clearly not. All right, so yes, hot-footing it back double time, trotting back to the in the most direct route available. All right.
0: You begin to head back towards Torvair Deep with the uh, six dwarves that have survived.
3: And Bonfire. Bonfire made it, too.
0: And Bonfire.
3: And we still have the pack, too. Do you still have that...
6: And I'm, like, whispering, so the dwarves on here. Do you still have that guy in the bag? Or is that with Onox? That's
3: with Onox.
6: Fuck! Gosh, Onox! Ah, this would have been a perfect opportunity. Okay. What <sighs> guy David, in the bag? The corpse.
0: Oh,
3: Yes. Are there any free floating dwarves that are dead? We we um, are not rising the dwarves from the dead. Dwarves are very against that. No, no, no. They're leaving. We stay. They dig no. out the rubble. No, 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 no. We go back to camp with them. But there's what, what? a back dragon I'm not sure is dead. Let's go.
6: Well, that's the thing is we need to find out. They they no. dig out the no.
1: What, what, what are you thinking of of doing by staying back? Are well, still- I,
6: I want to confirm that it is indeed dead. You know, if we have yeah. a moment where somebody pulls a rock back and then this eye just dramatically opens, then we're going, to no, know he's still alive. You know, it's going to be like a Lord of the Rings moment. No? Okay. All right, fine, guys. I'm never going to use a spell. It's fine. Let's go. We,
3: well, you could have, you could still use the spell. Like when Onyx gets back, we'll try to raise the 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 guy in the bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right.
2: Uh huh. Also, a shit ton of dead dwarves.
6: Well,
3: You're that, not right. raising the
6: dwarves. I'm not allowed. What? What but about you, dragons?
2: Can you can you raise a
6: dragon? No, no, no. Not, it's no. Too big. It's too big. I already looked. No. That would've been cool though. Yeah. We. we, How we you I have, have to be to be able to you, raise a dragon, DM how what what level do i have to be in order to raise a dragon
0: that's a good question i don't know pretty powerful probably
3: you have three corpses in onox bag why can't you use those
6: first because onox isn't here he will be back
1: allegedly
3: Uh, we'll we'll find somebody who can get them out of the bag
1: Okay. Uh, re- refresh my memory why do we have bodies in the bag
6: Asriel and Anox gave them to me as a gift
3: so she could raise dead because she hasn't been able to raise dead
1: and uh, are these people you're going to be able to get uh, permission from are they they're going to be okay with being resurrected
6: <laughs> oh humans um so
1: yeah, elf, thank you very
6: much they're dead that is their husk it is a tool we reduce we reuse and we recycle um so yeah i don't think they're gonna mind
1: and uh well i mean certainly their their uh spirits are are gone on by now i'm sure
6: oh yeah it's it's like a cicada shedding its you know its uh, outer shell. It's no longer a part of them. Just organic material.
0: All right. Uh, I assume at this point you guys are probably gonna head off and follow the dwarves. Yep. Okay. You begin to scurry off towards the city. Onox and snow. The door opens, as operated by Mr. Prince. Kind of slides open into another dark space. As you stride through, following him, you see yourselves standing on the edge of an abyss. There is this, like, kind of curving stone platform that you're standing on with these little purple orbs kind of illuminating it and then just in front of you it is just pitch blackness mr prince kind of towards you to you um may i introduce uh, the grand librarian uh dear and there is this like like crunching cracking sound of like stone shifting and out of the darkness, this monstrous, gargantuan, 50-foot-wide, serpentine face appears in front of you. It is this giant, black stone dragon. And uh, that's where we're going to stop.
2: Oh, you no. bastard. I'm pooping. What? Whoa, what? what was the name again? Adirinoth. <laughs> Adirinoth.
5: I'm pooping. <laughs> yeah. I'm totally.
0: He is a an obsidian great worm.
3: Are you supposed to fight this black dragon? You could. Have- like I'm, I am pretty sure it would kill.
0: All right, I'll see you guys next weekend. Hope you have fun, wow. bastard. <laughs>
5: wow.